Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we navigate difficult conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, waiting, (laughs) you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after more than two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate and supportive environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post called Check Your Facts. I thought it would be a good follow-up to the podcast that was shared yesterday on May 1st about courage. This is just kind of a good little infusion of humor for early in the week. So this is called Check Your Facts, F-A-C-T-S. Exactly 11 years ago, and this was posted last spring in 2021, exactly 11 years ago, I was in Toronto to celebrate a friend's milestone birthday. It was a beautifully designed celebration akin to most fancy weddings. There were ice sculptures and carving stations. There was a martini bar uh, separated by the live music and the dance floor and another full bar room. Um, Lots going on there. And I knew where the ladies' room was because one of my girlfriends and I had gone in to freshen up a few hours into the festivities. I was wearing a black halter tie dress, which I loved. It tied behind my neck and had a high, narrow waist. It was comfortable, pretty, and perfect for a summer party. During that ladies' room visit, I'd asked my friend to check the back of my dress, the halter part, especially women will understand what I'm talking about, (laughs) to make sure things were in order. (laughs) And I did a once-over on her outfit as well. We'd been friends for nearly four decades, and here we were, grown, smart, and all dialed up, and headed back into the glamorous evening that celebrated our girlfriend's birthday. Feeling confident, we went gliding back past the main and martini bars, beyond the other sculptures, and navigated our way through the crowd. I was leading the way, and found some space near a carving station where we would stand for a bit. Before going any further, I'm popping out of the post right now just to mention the fact that recall that in the 20, almost three at this point years of life that Zachary's been my amazing son, there are very few times when I've even gotten out to socialize. So you can imagine how when I say I was feeling confident and leading the way, you have to imagine there was an excitement about, you know, being in another country and even if it's Canada, but, you know, being in another country when I didn't really know anybody and my two, you know, two of my best girlfriends from childhood are there and we're just really celebrating our friend. And I I just, it was like the first time I'd been out without Zach in a really long time. So it's just important to keep that in mind um, when I get 
to this next part. So popping back. So here we are. We're over by the carving station. We find a place to stand. We're feeling on top of the world. I am like one drink in and I feel like I've had 10. I feel great. And as soon as we stood still by that carving station and facing the full landscape of the event, a stranger approached me. And remember, the name of this post is called Check Your Facts, F-A-C-T-S. So keep that in mind too. So a total stranger, she walks up to me and I hadn't seen her before, but she was coming right for me. And she looked at me with what I now recognize as like total pity. Um, I thought, I didn't know what she was coming over to tell me, but she whispered in my ear and she said, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your dress is tucked into your underpants. (laughs) And I looked right back at her with a defensive stare, smile gone. And that's impossible, I replied. I was annoyed and convicted. Why is she giving me a hard time when I'm trying to enjoy myself? So simultaneously, as I'm telling her that's impossible, I moved my right hand around to my backside to prove her wrong. (laughs) To my horror, (laughs) my hand was not met with my black halter dress. My hand was met with bare skin and no dress. (laughs) O-M-G! Exclamation point. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) My friend... It's funny. This was my response. My friend just chucked my dress in the ladies' room. That's impossible. (laughs) Naturally, she subsequently was absolved from any future wing woman duties. And I won't go to that particular friend to check my garments again. But yeah, I had a bare ass. Like, um, you know, nearly I'd walked through the entire reception. um, And our girlfriend, I think all of their friends were like, you know, oh, there go the crazy Americans that are half dressed. So it was crazy. Um, I was literally mortified. Like I went from 10 to negative one, all in like one hand meeting the, the backside. So it all happened pretty quickly. And as I removed the black, usually flowing dress material out of my underpants and tried to restore my honor, I looked around the room and noticed many faces noticing me. Needless to say, I was mortified. So I was the source of many giggles that evening, which is not a bad thing. Um, And to this day, when I need a good laugh or a little humility, like today, I have this gem of an experience etched in my memory to draw on. So for today's post, I want to stress the sheer, if fleeting contempt I had for this female stranger who was literally trying to help me. I never checked my facts. I just knew she was out to get me. I knew she was wrong. And it got me thinking, how many times do we do this in large and small ways on a daily basis? We stay closed, sure of ourselves like I was, and almost offended that someone else might share an opinion, direction, or suggestion different than the ones we're already attached to. With superglue, I might add, in this fixed mindset, it doesn't allow for growth of any kind, nor do our minds expand when we're always certain our facts are the only right facts. Next time you find yourself objecting to something shocking in disbelief, pause and check your dress and check your facts before taking a stance you can't back down from. You might just learn something. <laughs> and P.S. if appropriate, thank the kind human soul that brought the information to you for sharing it. Otherwise, 
It could have gotten a lot worse that night. So thank you for listening uh, to this episode called Check Your Facts. And I can remember this clear as day. It was, you know, halfway traumatic and just halfway hilarious. And if I hadn't been with my two, really my oldest friends, um, it might have seemed different, but it just, it was so great. And um, yeah, it's actually a a funny memory. So, but I I love the idea uh, that I was already sure that this person was wrong before I checked my facts. And, you know, F-A-C-T-S, if we um, just could stay open, even if we catch ourselves in a little way today, um, see if you can notice, see if you can catch yourself and and not hook to something that's causing like a knee-jerk reaction. And then you're, you know, kind of stuck with that. Like, once you decide, oh, there's that person, they're going to act this way, or there's that person, they're going to give me, they're going to complain about this, or they're going to need help with this, or they still haven't sorted out this, you know, I just invite you and remind me to pause. We don't know. (laughs) I mean, we may have some experience. And yes, history is probably the best predictor of the future than anything else. But let's just not assume that we know everything that people are going to say and do and what their ideas are going to be and what their suggestions are going to be and what value, um, obvious or not obvious, you know, they may bring, whether it's a work situation or a personal situation or a medical situation or a legal situation. Um, this to me is just an exercise in keeping an open mind and just a really funny and super hyper uh, embarrassing way to share it, but I bet it leaves a mark. I hope it does because it will remind you to stay open. And if nothing else, just get a good hard laugh out of this because you can't make it up. It was pretty damn funny and embarrassing. So with that, I thank you for joining this episode of the healing path. And as always, I know that you all have some embarrassing, uh, experiences that you probably learned something from, and we would all benefit from hearing about those. So please leave anything that you might want to share with our community at lisamcfarland.com in the comment section. And in the meantime, just enjoy this good laugh and know that it took courage, uh, relating this again back to the courage post for me to, you know, let that be the early part of the evening and, and let myself really you know, just enjoy the party for the remainder of the time that we were there, which was several hours. So, um, yep, got to laugh at ourselves sometimes. And until we meet again, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And for God's sake, stay open. Wait and hear what people have to say before you decide how crazily wrong they are. And thanks so much, as always, for listening.